0: Welcome to the Elijah's Dreams Podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: And happy Friday, August 11, 2023. Uh, Welcome to Elijah's Dreams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz. And we are in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. We're going to be talking about dreams. I don't see it as dreams and visions today. It's just dreams. And we're going to, uh, although that could come up, certainly. Uh, but there's gonna we're gonna have Andrew Whalen here talking about that. Listen, always listen to the dates of a dream. Uh, sometimes it's important to know the date. Other times it doesn't really matter. But w- uh, sometimes uh, it helps me to know. Oh, he had that then, and this is happening now. So, you know, two months later, or three years later, whatever it is. So, uh, it's the interesting thing about God though. He doesn't give you your dreams in chronological order when they're gonna take place. He gives you the dreams in the order he wants you to get them, and then they will take place when they will take place. It's really interesting. So, all right, quick announcement: that Johnny Inlo will be with us on Monday. So, do don't don't, um, don't miss the next one. Uh, is that Oh, I want to run a quick spot on uh, the the uh, wells that you're helping us dig. Of course, they call them boreholes. Every once in a while, you hear him say the borehole. So it's uh, anyway. Uh, get ready to enjoy this uh, another spot regarding those wells here we go
0: by giving towards clean water in uganda you are impacting thousands of lives Praise the Lord. I'm so happy. I've been blessed. As a pastor, I've spent 34 years years on this village. When I got saved, God touched me and told me to preach the word of God through action. I've been fetching water for old people, for the elderly. I wanted to make sure that they get water. There's been a
2: lot of suffering. They've been fetching water from very far places and the water has been bad. But today,
0: we have seen God. I thank God. And I thank you, people. God bless you. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to the people in Uganda, Africa. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams. 525 2nd Avenue, Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321.
1: And since this particular uh, commercial, whatever we call it, spot was made, we, we've branched out to do uh, wells, freshwater wells in Ethiopia. I don't have these on memories, Kenya, Zimbabwe, uh, the one in the Amazon, Nepal. Uh, and there's a couple, I think I'm forgetting, uh, but, uh, that what I've listed in one or two more. So it's amazing what God is doing and the, the lives are being changed. So as always, thank you so, so, so much for contributing. Here's where you can donate online or you can mail a check. Does my oh? It does reach. It only doesn't reach over there if there's a line in the middle and someone's on. Then it won't reach. All right, we're going to bring in Andrew Whalen. Whalen, So here we go with Andrew. And Andrew Whalen, good to see you. So uh, let's see, how's things in Chicago?
2: Hey, we're good. We're doing well. I'm. I'm not directly in Chicago, but I'm. I'm uh, in the upper half of the state.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're in Illinois. Uh, you're in Peoria, right?
2: Yes, yes. So,
1: yeah. So, and you're a part of, kind of a part of our team more so than many of our guests. Uh, um, I won't go into the details, but you're a little more sewed into us, <laughs> a little, like a garment. But we were just talking off the air. Uh, you're in Illinois, and then we're, this is being engineered from Virginia Beach. And if something else goes wrong, sometimes Michael's here in Oregon. He's not here today. And then we've got a producer that's in. Where did she just say? She just said, "A uh, Minnesota. And is that all? Did I miss anyone online today? <laughs> it's happening fast. Anyway, uh, welcome to this show, both Andrew and those people watching us. So, Andrew, you're going to talk about are, are all of these dreams or some are angelic encounters, I guess?
2: Yeah, a lot of them are dreams. And I'm, I wanted to give a little bit of a backdrop uh, just from my own experience with some of the angelic. And I feel like this is a a significant message today. There's a lot to cover, but um, I'm really excited what God's doing right now and some of the dreams I've recently had. Um, They've definitely been uh, very, very powerful, very interesting. So um, we'll jump right into it here. Yeah, so basically um, I wanted to you know start with it was april 2018 and um my wife and i had moved to colorado springs um just shortly before there in march of
1: 2018
2: okay and um and that was a whole nother story but um we we connected with uh actually both lou engel and dutch sheets in that season of time and um i had a dream and it was april of 2018 and in the dream, I found myself prophesying and I prophesied this statement. I said, the most important thing for the church right now is to understand how to employ the angels. Mm. And I said, this has not been widely understood, but that is all changing. And God is now beginning to teach the broader body of Christ about the angels.
1: So I, I want to ask you about that. I know you must want to expand. So, I mean, we, we, there are so many people that get downright almost hostile. And they'll cut us off if they think we have anything to do with the assignments that, are, that the angels go on. I remember hearing James Gall years ago saying about all of that we needed to pray. I don't remember how he, he um, taught us to employ them, but he said there was a whole lot of unemployed angels. They were just not They had been not be, being given assignments by us. So there's like standing around unemployed. So, yeah, talk yeah. about that.
2: Well, the fascinating thing, too, is that when I found myself prophesying that phrase in the dream, I didn't have a present knowledge that, okay. that the angels were unemployed or that that was even like a very big concern. And um, I felt that the urgency of the Lord was saying for what we're moving into, we need to understand that there is an army, an angelic army at our resource that that has been made available. The Bible says they are um, spirits that are, you know, they're flames of fire. They are winds. They're servants of God that they're actually serve us. They minister to us who are the heirs of salvation. And so, um, yeah, it is definitely a major, major factor in how God operates even among his church, among his ecclesia, And I believe in these days, he doesn't want us to be ignorant. He doesn't want us to be unaware of what he has brought us into in the kingdom. And so So how
1: how has that changed? Um, Because we could almost go into teaching on angels, but we don't have time. But in, in a few sentences, how has that changed what you either decree or how you send or if you send angels? Or how do you pray for them? How, how do you then use the angels?
2: You know. Well, excellent. In fact, let me give you a little back. I'll give you a little story. Okay, uh, good. That kind of uh, goes right into that. So, what happened after I had that prophetic dream? I began to really just seek the Lord about you know the angelic realm, and so uh, shortly thereafter, I had a dream. It was in May. So that was in April and May of 2018. I had this dream and in the dream I was driving along a road and there was a book truck uh, driving next to me and the book truck on the book truck. It said Charles Capps book truck. And uh, honestly, true story. I never I didn't know who Charles Capps was. Oh, you
1: did. Oh, you did. not that adds to the credibility of the word, doesn't it? When you don't know the name,
2: I really had no idea. So. In the dream, I reached over uh, and I somehow I was able to, while I'm driving, reach over into Charles Capp's book truck. And I stole a bunch of books out of his truck. And (laughs) I don't know why I did that, but I did. And I reached over, took them. I drove them. For some reason, I knew that the book truck was going to a library to drop them off. But I thought, well, I'll just do it instead. So I took all the books from Charles Capp's uh, book truck. To the library, and the librarian standing there said, "Here," because I tried giving them to her, and she says, "Here, you will need these." And there was a couple books, but on top there was a book that um, was from Charles Capps. I didn't know the title, but I knew it had to do with angels. So I woke up from that dream, and I pondered it. I said, "Charles Caps," and then I thought, "Angels, what's going on here?" So that morning this is crazy that morning i walk over to my bookshelf and on top of my bookshelf there was a book laying there just sitting there on the shelf i had never ordered it ordered it i'd never purchased it no one had ever given it to me i'd never seen it before and it was sitting on my bookshelf and it said the title of it was angels knowing their purpose releasing their power by Charles Caps.
1: That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. I had heard of Char- Charles Cap years and years ago, but not in that vein. I'd heard him about, you know, being careful with your words. So yeah, I may want to get a hold of that one myself. So that people can actually order that uh, if they want to, huh?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in fact, I, th- I think it's a really good basic uh, understanding of how the angels respond to, um, you know, human uh, voice commands uh, because in the scripture, in Psalm 103, in fact, I'll read it to you real quick. Yeah. Psalm 103 20, it says, bless the Lord, you, his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, they heed the voice of his word. And so that was really eye-opening to me. I guess, you know, having grown up in the church, I guess I didn't understand that the angelic realm is listening, their heat, they're they're listening for the voice, the sound of God's word. and God began to show me, hey, the word of the Lord in his mouth has the same authority as it does in our mouth. Wow. So when we begin to release the Word of the Lord, the voice of his word, the angels respond. they're looking for it. they're listening for it. And so that was eye opening and that book was very helpful. And I definitely recommend people if you have not read that or are familiar. Yeah, and I
1: mean, this is, you know, I don't hear that kind of a story very often where, where something that has no right to be there has been placed there by angels. They cl- clearly went and got that book and yes. put it there. Um, that is amazing to me. They didn't have to go get it, they could have just created it on the spot, I suppose, or I don't know, flew it through the air. But but in other words, when God does that, he's, this is not, oh, that, that was sweet. This was the, this is like a shout that that book and what it had to say was very important for this day and age. Wow,
2: absolutely. And here, and just to kind of add to that a little bit is that you know I I believe God was building a a story. He was adding some context and saying, Andrew, I just told you, you know, a month prior in two th- uh, April two thousand eighteen, that it was very important for the body of Christ to learn how to employ their angels. And here's a book. It's going to give you some, some you know, real ammunition to understand it, some insight, some biblical, you know, context for it. And um, really what I feel like God was saying is, I'm going to teach the body of Christ how to engage in warfare on a whole nother level so that they're not, you know, beating the air aimlessly. But what they target, what they pray into, what they declare and decree begins to activate armies of angels. Wow. And so this is what I feel like God is training us to do in these days, because there's an urgent need for it.
1: So good. So good. Uh, do you have, can you think of a, uh, well, I see you've got some more in there, so I don't want to, yes. I, I, I want to jump ahead, but go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Well, I'll just keep going into yeah, it. Just keep going. And it, and if you, if I don't get to what you are, uh, are asking, sure. then I'll yeah. just ask. So, you know, after that Encounter, let me tell you what happened is something happened after I began to pray about the angels. And from time to time, God would allow my eyes to be opened where I would actually see in the spirit realm and I would see the presence of angels. Now, it it couldn't happen. I couldn't just make that happen. I couldn't, like, on command say, Okay, I can see them now. But I began to be aware much more that God wanted me to know what he had given to us Maybe. as heirs of salvation. And so he He allowed me to see things. So one day in particular in Colorado Springs, I was on a prayer walk and I was outside. And, you know, um, the mountain range was uh, just beyond me. And as yeah. I'm walking and praying, all of a sudden my eyes were were suddenly opened and I saw all along the top range of the mountains, I saw flames of fire. And instantly the Holy Spirit said, these are angels. And I said, I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, why? What are these angels doing here? Why are, why are you showing me this? Instantly the Lord said, these angels have been stationed here since the height of the prayer movement in Colorado Springs and they are awaiting their commissioning to the nation and the nations. And so I I heard that and I thought, wow, that's really interesting. And the Lord said, Andrew, go up to the peak, because I saw one peak in particular, and the Lord said, go up to the peak and ask me um, to assign angels for your life uh, for the purposes I have for you, for the nation and the nations. So even
1: I got to stop you for a second even even God is saying I'll move when you ask me he's like he's he's insisting on a partnership it's weird he's not just saying say your prayers every day and then I'll do what I do he's saying ask me for this ask me for that that's crazy that's that's just it, not what we normally think of
2: Well and it was so foreign to me that I actually said Lord is are you is can I do that is that legal can I actually go up I mean I heard you say it but um but then you know i felt the lord begin to you know even in the scriptures he just brought me th- to you know passages that hey these angels they're servants you know uh, of god they're servants just like you're a servant andrew and and not only that but they've come to serve you as an heir and so according to his word according to his will okay. so it gave me faith i said okay lord i'm going to go up to the mountain so i did that i prayed and i asked the lord i said lord Um, Those angels I saw here, whatever is according to your word and your plan and your purpose, um, assign them to my life for for whatever kingdom purposes and callings you have. So uh, I, you know, I did that. I came back down that night. I had a dream and in the dream, a prophet comes to me in the dream and says, Andrew, the eyes of the angels are upon you. And when he said that in the dream, he points to the sky. I look up and all of a sudden it's a myriad. I mean, just a a cloud full of angels and their eyes were all staring at me. And it was actually it was very, very intimidating. Really? Yeah, because I saw the intensity in their eyes. It was like fire in their eyes. And they were all looking at me. And what I knew by revelation in that dream is that they were awaiting what was coming forth out of my mouth. They were look, it was like they were in a ready stance, waiting whoa. for my prayers, for my decrees, for my wow. proclamations. So I woke up from that encounter and I thought, whoa, this is amazing. Sometimes God'll show you things uh in the natural or or in the spirit because you don't you're not seeing them in the natural. So
1: Amazing. Uh, amazing. Amazing. And yeah, I'd, that's the, it that gives a whole new level of revelation on unemployed angels, doesn't it? I mean, they're standing there waiting for your mouth to move. Yes. And, and do I understand you're, you're not saying, um, cause I mean, uh, Kat Kerr speaks on the host angels that we can send them. I, are am I, I, am I seeing that you're not saying you sent them, but you, you, kind of did it from a side or did you send them
2: well if in terms know. in terms of when i was up on the mountain is that what you mean
1: no i mean uh well that or or, or what you just said you know you said something and then they were you said they were waiting oh, so yeah. did you send them or did you do something that they, oh. that that gave them yeah. permission to go without saying go
2: so in the dream all i knew is that they were there awaiting my command for the word of the lord in my mouth and i woke up and that was a that was a profound revelation to me because i knew at that point that there was this partnership Mm. that the lord wanted me to understand between us uh as the heirs of salvation and the angelic realm and so i began to um aim and direct my prayers in ways that you know that i knew angels would respond to and so that uh it helped me a lot it was it was very eye-opening
1: yeah and and can you unless you're going to do it down down on your notes can you give an example of how you redirected your prayers differently than you would have before
0: thanks for listening the elijah streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner go to elijahstreams.com slash give
2: yeah so honestly I still ask, you know. The Bible says, you know, um, prayer, you know, petition, supplication. Yeah. Um, I still ask the Father, but God has taught me to begin begin to give much more direct mm-hmm. orders, um, declarations, uh, decrees, uh, proclamations in prayer, and and do it based on what the Lord's word is. So if He's shown me something, I'm going to prophesy it. Where I'm going to declare it and decree it. So for instance, um, one occasion down in, uh, uh, it was in Texas. Okay. And I'll tell you, this is kind of a neat story. Yeah, I love it. But in Texas, um, my wife and I we were just in a season where we were in some uh, need. Financially, we were in a place and um, <laughs> it was a frustrating place. And so we woke up uh, both of us at three in the morning, gripped with anxiety. I actually had panic. We actually had a panic. Wow. Both of we both woke up at three in the morning with panic attacks. Wow. And you know, I'm sure in some level there was some witchcraft going on, mm-hmm. but uh, but there definitely was like in the natural. We were like, we have all these all these payments we got to make, and we don't have this, and we don't have that. You know, every mountain of uh, oppression started to come on us, and instantly my wife hears the Holy Spirit say, the angels are here, put them to work. And she tells me this, she goes, I just heard the Lord say, put the angels to work. And I said, well, what are we supposed to do? We prayed and we felt the Lord say, commission the angels to go get you uh, people, to go get someone to hire you um, for intercession, uh, for their business. So (laughs) we said, okay, we said, Lord, right now, in Jesus name, uh, we come through you and we just commission our angels right now. And we said, angels, we know you're here. We commission you by the word of the Lord to go get someone to hire us uh, for intercession for their business. Okay. so that was at three in the morning. We prayed for about 10 minutes and about 10 minutes later. So there uh, around 3.30 a.m. I get a text message from a stranger who says, uh, Andrew, uh, my wife met you, you know, uh, several years ago. And I just got your number from her phone. I'm sitting here in prayer. I woke up at three in the morning. I'm sitting here (laughs) in prayer. And he said, and I just heard the voice of the Lord say, call Andrew, hire him to pray for your business whoa and pay him double what he asks whoa whoa <laughs> that's what i said was whoa yeah i couldn't you know i was like oh my goodness so you know i'm like high in the angels i'm like good job you guys come on you know uh but it was eye-opening to me in you know in several ways so I think things like that along the way have allowed me to see just how engaged
1: I mean that people can take that story, that actual real event, and then they would need. in if they were to be in the same vein, they would need to hear the Lord. Um, you petitioned the Lord to help. He said he would then turn around and say, commission the angels to do whatever, such and such on your behalf. But you heard a specific very specific word you didn't say just go get me the money that
2: we need right or well, right. you
1: sometimes not know what else to do so you say go fix this problem but you don't have the details
2: oh yeah i mean okay. i do i i don't always have the specifics okay. um good but yeah so it's it was very you know i've just continued to even even more so press into that whole realm yeah and um again You know, I I don't know why people throw up a fit about it, but it's not about worshiping angels. It's not about, you know, making them uh, in any place or position above the Lord. Um, But but we do have to acknowledge that God is the Lord. He's um, what's uh, what's his name? I'm I'm blanking out El Sabayoff. He's the Lord of the angel armies.
1: Oh, is that what that is? Is that the El Sabayoff?
2: Yes. And so, you know, man, he wants, he didn't, he didn't create armies of angels for nothing. Uh, the scripture says that God's a man of war and he's looking for occasions to bring forth his kingdom, his righteousness, his justice. He's looking to bring heaven on earth and he has armies in, you know, awaiting to serve us. Wow. So wow. it's awesome.
1: Wow. Well, wow.
2: Let, let me keep going unless you have hey? any. Other.
1: No, go ahead. Go for it.
2: Okay, so I I gave that background, that backdrop, because I really feel like this is the context that we're coming into. I believe that the saints of God um, are beginning to awaken to the fact that there are armies of angels and that there are angels that have assignments and there are certain ones for certain things and Hmm. that God is looking. to take territory, to get breakthroughs and to save America, even through the use of the employment of angels. And so I felt like, you know, for lack of a better message for this uh, segment, I felt like it's it's the angelic war for America. That's good. And um, so recently, I'm just going to share another dream that I just yeah, had. It was yeah. July 17th of okay. 2023. Okay. And I find this very interesting. In the dream, I was teaching and prophesying for a class that you, Steve Schultz, had me do.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, and That's I was good. I was teaching about things of the Bible related to events to uh, today. I don't recall the specific. Biblical texts I was teaching in, but I remember getting to a section in my teaching where I began to prophesy my revelation, and I said, and I've never heard this before and I've never said it before." In the dream, I said, "It is important for the church to understand that in this new era of time, the Lord is releasing the angels of antiquity."
1: hmm.
2: Wow. And then I said, they will be engaging with the prayers of the saints. And I said this, the names of the two primary angels of antiquity being activated are Destroyer and dot, dot, dot. I woke up. (laughs) Oh, no. No. Help. Those are the. That's the worst. Yeah, it's like, yeah it
1: is totally.
2: Um, But I felt the Lord. You know, a lot of times, if not that, that happens often. But when that's happened, where I wake up with like, you know, only part of the message, yeah. I feel like the Lord is inviting that's good. Uh, me yeah. to further explore the matter with Him. But I also asked the Lord. I said, Lord, what, what's up here? What are you wanting me to get out of this? And first of all, um. Angels of Antiquity. Antiquity really just means the ancient past, um, from ancient times, from the days of old. And I think we can go back and look, you know, even biblically speaking, how the angelic was activated from heaven uh, on on behalf of the affairs of his people. And specifically, there's occasions where an angel I don't know if it's his name or if it's just his function or their function was for destroying, you know, enemies of God. Yeah. And so uh, let me look at one section here. Um, there's a passage in Scripture. So, oh, by the way, so I asked the Lord, I said, why did you only give me one name? destroyer?"
1: Yeah, good question.
2: And here's what I, I sense the Spirit say. So, because this is the primary mission of the angels I'm releasing right now to destroy the works of the devil. And Psalm 78, 49, it's in context with um, remembering back to what God did uh, for his people in Egypt. And he says this Psalm 78, 49. He unleashed his fury against them, wrath, indignation, and calamity. Wow. A band of destroying angels. Wow! So that was eye-opening to me. I guess I'd never really caught that before, but there was a band—if you want to call them—you um, know—a company of angels and their uh, assignment. Their um, job description was to destroy, and so I really believe. You know, when I when I had this dream and I woke up, I thought it had this sense of whoa, we haven't begun to see anything yet.
1: No, we haven't. You know, now that scripture, of course, and that's talking about Pharaoh and his armies, of course, and there would have been the demonic behind them too. Yep. um and I, the, someone's going to say, well. I mean, I can hear him say it because I'm asking the question: Do we have authority to take out the truly uh, wicked, somehow, to send a destroyer against the truly, truly wicked people who are who are never going to repent? They have decided against God. Does the authority extend to that, or is it only to the to the spiritual wicked angels? You know what I mean. What what could you say about that?
2: well i my thought is that god is hardening the hearts uh, yeah. like he did with pharaoh right um, again i think um i i don't think it's in god's nature some people are like see god you know god's appointed yep. some for you know hell and some for salvation i'm like no i think he knew the condition of their hearts and by confronting them in their evil way in their yeah. way, he knew by virtue of that it would continually harden their heart. Yeah. And I believe in the same way that that's where many people, unfortunately, have aligned with. Is they have they have heard the uh, the the message, the prophets, whether it's through uh, the voice of the Lord through Trump or the voice of the Lord through someone else. I believe there are many who have been warned by the Lord. They have been told, uh, you know, that God. God is on the move and he's going to bring judgment and they've had warning and warning and warning, but yet they've continued to harden and harden and harden. And I believe it's that condition where God says, yes, release the destroyer because uh, in some in some ways people have become almost like incarnate devils. That doesn't mean that there can't be salvation, but they become so one with the agenda of evil and wickedness. Yeah, um, The Lord's when he brings destruction, they'll be with it. And so, yeah, so I, yeah, I believe, I believe we continue to pray salvation, mercy, rescue for all these people as much as possible. You know, we love our enemies. We pray for them. And yet uh, those who continue to um, refuse to bow, we say, Lord, have your way, bring whatever it takes to end this evilness, wickedness, do it. Destroy these yeah. works.
1: That's so. good. And on that, uh, can you clarify on the destroyer angel? Was it the? But that's angels with an S. So are there are different destroyer angels? There's not just one destroyer. Is that right? That's like,
2: well, there's there's certain scriptures, and I I can't uh, think of where right now, but there's certain passages where the angel of the Lord um, is known to be to operate in a destroying, okay in a destroying uh work and so whether or not it's one or many i'm not sure but i feel like god's saying look at the ancient past look at the ancient activities of these angels and that's what's coming that's what's being made available for the, uh, the saints. And in that dream, it was these angels will participate with the prayers of the saints. That's and good. I think God is saying, I am looking to destroy all the gods of Egypt. I am looking to break systems uh, of evil, of occult structures, all of these things. So.
1: Good. Good. Wow. Okay. Now I see one. Um, this number five looks really good
2: yes so this is a very powerful dream in my from my perspective i feel that uh well i'll just get right into yeah. it. july 18th 2023 in my dream i was on a beautiful island a man i did not see his face walked across the water mm. so he walked on water it's a good uh image there and he brought Bill and Benny Johnson with him. And um, for those that don't know Bill and Benny, they um Bill's the pastor of Bethel Church in Reading. And uh Benny uh was his wife, but she just recently passed away.
1: Okay.
2: Um when uh when he came up to me, so when this faceless man brought Bill and Benny with him, he came up to me, I said, This is paradise. Then suddenly, I was in my living room, yet it was also somehow paradise. It was this mm. island of paradise. Mm. And the man introduced Bill to me. And in the dream, Bill knew of me. I've never met Bill in real life, but yeah. in the dream, Bill knew of me. We shook hands and we hugged. Then Benny looked at me and she shook, uh, shook my hand and smiled. So my wife, Kelly, was in the bathroom getting ready to meet Bill and Benny. And by the way, one of Kelly's name uh, means bride or church. Mm. And I went to let my wife, Kelly, know that Bill and Benny Johnson were in our living room. I also went to check on my, my sons, whose names are Ryder Justice mm. and Malachi Elijah. Oh, <clears throat> And they were laying down in the back room, resting. When I went to go turn on the light, they began to stir awake. My son, Ryder Justice asked, is it time to go? I said, no, not yet. I then walked back towards the living room. I overheard Bill Johnson say, he said this statement, prayer and salvation go hand in hand. I walked into the room and Bill looked at me and said, I have never had more faith for America. Wow. Then he looked at me and said, the grace I carry is for America now. At that very moment in the dream, I had an open vision and I saw Dutch sheets. I saw Dutch on his knees in the soil of america he was grabbing handfuls of american soil and crying in prayer his tears were watering the soil goodness then i saw water somehow pour out of dutch's heart into the soil almost instantly the vision shifted and i saw dutch sheets in a military uniform And he was planting the American flag into the soil of America. When he did this, I realized it was the same. It was the very same image as the soldiers who planted the flag at Iwo Jima in World War II. Let's
1: pull that image out. We we saved an image for you. The staff did that. It it looked like that. that. And that was Dutch was doing that. Is that
2: Yep. In the in the dream, it was in this open vision. That's what I saw was Dutch was putting the flag into the soil of America. <laughs> Except in the dream, the picture was not black and white, it was in vivid color. Wow. wow. <clears throat> and um I realized so let's see, when I did this, um okay, he he planted the, the flag in the American soil, and it was just like Iwo Jima in World War II. I saw Bill and myself along with several others in military uniform come and help push the flag up with dutch to secure it to the, in the ground the vision in my dream stopped and i explained to bill johnson who was still in my living room what i saw then i exclaimed this is where we are what dutch has been doing is raising up America, and we are called to help him. We are going to pray and see the healing and salvation of America. Dream in. Wow.
1: Wow. So profound.
2: Yes, it it was deeply profound. And let me give this little uh, context is that I did not know Several people actually had been re- reaching out to me mm-hmm. and saying, Andrew, have you been following what Dutch is doing, what him and Tim Sheets are doing? And um, honestly, I just haven't been because my just my world of moving and everything sure. else, I just was unaware. I'd seen some things posted. I saw a title of a message uh, where Dutch was, um, it, all I saw was the title. It was called Command the Forward.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
1: Yeah, he's he's giving that message. I just, I saw it once, you know, not that long ago, actually, so.
2: Yes, so that was, um, you know, I didn't even, I heard of the title of the message, but that's all I knew, and I didn't know anything beyond that. So to have this dream, I thought was very interesting. I actually reached out to Dutch and I shared the dream with him. And um, he said it was deeply profound to him and very meaningful. And I said, Dutch, why is God giving me this dream except for the fact that I believe I'm to bring this on to Elijah's dreams to say to let them know this is where we are. That Dutch Sheets, what whatever Dutch Sheets is doing right now, here's what it's doing. It's raising the flag. It's beginning to plant the flag in a uh, a war for the soul of America. It's raising America back up right now. And I said, Dutch, what are you doing? And he goes, Go on to give him fifteen, and read all about. Uh, watch the video. Read all about. Um, Command the forward and paint your state. And so uh, I did that. And to summarize it, I'll just say it this way is that the forward was uh, command the forward was a phrase of a dream that a woman had. And that was the assignment from the Lord was about America. We need to command the forward. And the forward was spelled F O R E W O R D, I believe. And it's basically means. The forward of a book. Yeah. So it's the forward of what was written over America before it was America. What's the foreword for America?
1: That's so good.
2: And there are several covenantal proclamations made by you know the Pilgrims and um, you know others you know that that God is saying go back to the forward of this nation and begin to command that and uh, command the alignment of that to come forth into America. And so there's more to it, but I would just encourage people, I really believe that there is an assignment right now to help Dutch. You know, Dutch is someone that God has raised up, him and Tim Sheets, uh, to help begin to be a real apostolic voice for the nation, for the United States. And so especially with regard to prayer and intercession. I feel like there is a, a timely component to joining this prayer effort right now.
1: Yeah. Now let me just tell people, I happen to be watching Tim sheets. Every once in a while I'll watch him on a Sunday morning because Tim sheets, his brother is head of, is a pastor of Oasis church he has been there for decades. I think it is. And uh, I was watching Tim sheets this morning. Um, in that vein, prophesying from Washington, D.C., or at least it was aired this morning. I don't know if it, if he did it this morning or, or if he put it on his site where he was doing it, and I believe he mentioned the command the forward. So they're marrying those two words, command the forward and paint your state. Tim Sheets added to the word paint your state. I think they spoke on the same day at the Oasis Church, Tim Sheets Church. Yeah. I think Dutch spoke and then Tim... Uh, added the the word, uh, but go to go to. It's only a few weeks ago, right? It's,
2: yeah. If you go to give him fifteen, oh, good. That's good. Uh, dot com or or the app. I'm I'm not sure where I saw. I think it was go, uh, give him fifteen If you go on there, um, you can look up the actual video. I, I watched it, and I mean it was really encouraging. Um, but one of the key points, and I think this is really interesting to note, is that. There was these consistent words about shaking coming forth in September of this year. Oh, right. so God was saying, "Begin to command the forward for the nation. Begin to get the nation and and all the states. Begin to pray and prophesy all across this nation, all across every state. Uh, begin to hem it in, paint the state, um, you know, align it with." Prophetic declarations. Here's where the angels come in. Employ the angels to carry out the forward over every state and this nation, and um, and it's interesting because what they saw was that September 1st would be like this uh, moment of transition wow. where we would begin to see shakings, and they weren't sure what the shakings were, but they weren't afraid. It was just God saying, "What I'm going to begin to shake needs." All of this put in place. It can't be out of order. We've got to have the prayer. We've got to have the prophetic uh, proclamations and declarations over this nation and state set in place. And so interesting, Iwo Jima, I looked, I just happened to look today. I I just was curious. And even though the the actual battle took place, I believe more in the the winter months, Mm. it actually Uh, It says that it had its genesis, uh, the the operation had its genesis on September uh, of that year. So, in September, Mm. previous to the battle, is when the operation had its genesis. And that's where I feel I'm wondering if God is saying that what begins to take place in America is we're going to start to see the flag raise like never before. We're going to see the battle. Uh, come to a uh, a real peak, um, and the flag is going to begin to be planted over this nation like never before. America's gonna rise. So,
1: well, and 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 it's not lost on me that the that uh, that word that Bill Johnson had was he said, "I've never had so much faith." That was Bill, right? In the dream, "I've never had more faith for America." That's amazing. He's been through a lot. He lost his wife. Uh, he now he, he soldiers on. Uh, pardon the pun, you know, mm-hmm. but he soldiers on and he has all this faith for America. You know, we don't understand why Benny didn't get healed. Many of us prayed and prayed. Uh, but look at what God is he's not you know, he's not left Ben he's not le- left Bill without an actual command. and.
2: You know, Absolutely. And, you know, I feel that this dream, I had another dream that that uh, Bill needed to hear this word. So I don't know Bill personally, but I hope he gets this word somehow, Um, because I I I think there's an invitation in it for him as well. I, I think that he's going to be I think he's going to be a key voice for a new healing, supernatural signs, miracles and wonders movement for America.
1: So good. Yeah. And you know, even if you want to say anything, you want to expound on that right now, go ahead. No.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I believe I've had several dreams over the years with Bill Johnson and having never met the man, but I've appreciated him greatly from afar. And I know that uh, he, you know, he carries a lot, but when I think of him in dreams, I often think of healing or supernatural miracles and that kind of thing. And Bethel being the, this gate to heaven this yeah. uh this place where heaven is on earth and so that's some of the symbolism i believe for him is god is saying this is what i'm getting ready to do i'm getting ready to bring heaven on earth in america and we are going to see some of the greatest uh miracles signs and wonders the other thing is benny to me um she wrote a book years ago uh, called um i believe Either, either it's called The Joyful Intercessor or The Happy Intercessor. I can't remember. But I think of intercession with her, um, but also the book she wrote called um, Communion. I think it was just Communion. Um, but uh, Lou ingle So let me add this component. Lou ingle before she passed away, she laid hands on Lou, and he asked her um, if he could carry her mantle. Whoa for communion. And and so Lou right now is is traveling around the United States conducting large gatherings called communion gatherings. Yeah. And communion. In, fact, I'll,
1: I'll, in fact, I'll tell the, the viewers, you don't know this, Andrew, but we significantly sowed into uh, that movement. I mean, significant dollars from th- those who donated. We sewed into that communion movement. We basically paid for his first big uh, event in the stadium, and so I wanted to tell people that. So if you think, oh, that's interesting, no, we're you're part of it. If you're part of us, you're part of that because we, you, you all sewed into that a big dollar amount. And and I was going to say one other thing, by the way, while I'm got the floor here, is that when she, she was in her final year, somewhere in there, um, of course we didn't know it was her final year, but she was. They were saying she was. Um, what is this the fourth level of cancer? I can't think of what the how they say that. Um, stage four. Stage four. And um, she her one of her intercessors, she called her and they she moved out there to help her and spend time with her. I won't say names, but but this came back to me in a second hand. Benny didn't say it to me, but she said, Benny said there's two of her favorite shows. Now I don't remember who the other one was, I'd probably say it, but she said there's two favorite shows I have. This one and Elijah Streams. Those are the shows that she never tried to never miss. I had no idea that that was going on. So yeah, I'd met Benny once. I've met uh, Bill a couple of times. But uh, yeah, I didn't know anyone knew much about us beyond that. It is true that Bill knows about Elijah Dreams because we had him as a guest one time on the show. And and uh, we've had him as a guest speaker for Elijah List. So yeah, there's a little more history with, with uh, Bill.
2: And And I do feel and maybe this is something that, you know, maybe the Lord will confirm it to him or or whatever. But I don't know what God's speaking directly to Bill. But in my in this dream, I almost had a sense that God may be inviting him even right now to step into a grace for specifically for America like he's never known before. I'm wondering I'm just wondering what God may be begin to do through him uh, even in this next season, uh, specifically for the nation of America. So So good. good.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he's going to be too. It's probably confirming what he'll watch this. Someone will tell him and he'll watch it. Uh, and I bet it's confirming to him something God's already speaking. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. So,
2: all right. Well, I
1: guess, are we, which part are we at now?
2: Well, there, you know, I could go on and on about that dream. I'll just say this. Um, you know, my sons began to stir awake in the dream. Oh, that's right, that's, and, right. that's right. And their names, Malachi, Elijah. Um, to me, it's it's the messenger. Malachi is messenger. Elijah, of course, Elijah. Um, but to me, I, I really believe we're we're about to see an Elijah generation arise. There's going to be an Elijah showdown. Uh, you know, the the bail structure, um, the Jezebel. Uh, prevailing spirit over this culture. I think we're about to see this uh, confronted. god's gonna he's gonna do a show from heaven, firefall from heaven. Rider justice, my other son, I just I think it's we named him because we wanted to see him ride with justice. Awesome. and that, that's what I believe the ride of justice is stirring awake. And so these are things that all all converge. and I feel like God's saying, Right now, it's strategic to get uh, into alignment with what God has called Dutch Sheets to do, command the forward. What if we can all just join our voices in prayer and intercession and do this all over the United States? We are commanding. You know, it wasn't just nicely petition and ask, there is a commanding of the forward. And mm-hmm. I feel like God is saying, don't be shy about this, be aggressive be uh you know be incredibly bold in prayer to command the forward over america so and the the
1: thing about painting the state just so you so you know it basically had revelation from the lord i don't remember which four he gets a lot in dreams but people standing on the corners and edges and borders of each state and where their feet are and they began to paint their state i don't remember if you did it all throughout the state or just on the corners do you do you remember how that goes?
2: You know, I don't. I haven't. Okay. I don't know if I saw that whole part of it, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, it's a, and, and they seem to be doing it in agreement with each other that this is a joint word. And all I know is like we were at the beach uh, a week or two ago and Dream reminded me, she says, you know, uh, Tim was saying we need to paint our state. I'm going to go walking down. Uh, I didn't want to go as far as she wanted to go. And so she says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and paint the state here on the edge of, because obviously that's the edge of the state, you know, yeah. at the beach." So, uh, okay. yeah. So, anyways, for that. All right. It's
2: awesome. It's yeah. powerful. So okay, the um, I'll move ahead um, just to shift gears a little bit. So this dream was August second,
1: twenty twenty
2: three. Okay. okay. Um, in the dream. I was told by a messenger that the Lord has heard the cries against fraud. And immediately in my dream, I saw hundreds of situations that I knew by revelation were all fraudulent. These situations included national, state, and local levels. I saw hundreds of elections, court cases, arrests, lawsuits, unjust decrees from courtrooms, and ultimately, the voice of we, the people I saw had been muted by fraud. And it was clear in the dream that a terrible reality had taken place, that true justice had been removed from American society. Wow. wow. However, in the dream, I suddenly became very aware that God had been watching everything and intentionally waiting i was made aware by a messenger that god was allowing the bowls of incense to fill against the work of fraud and by the way for those that may not know the scripture talks about the prayers of the saints uh, being like uh, incense and that the bowls will fill uh, with the prayers of the saints and so uh
1: Well, I was going to say, uh, that part of filling the bowls, they had to keep filling and filling and filling until the bowls were full and then they could be poured out in answer, right? So, yes. So that was.
2: Yep. And so that's what I knew uh, as well is that that's what God was, He was allowing us to mm-hmm. fill the bowls. Yeah. And um, at that point, oh, I God. knew that a demon spirit named Fraud. Was the power at work wow. conducting this against America? Now, um, in the last part of the dream, I knew by revelation that in God's wisdom it was important that all the fraud continue to play out. So I thought that was very interesting. I knew this was the wisdom of God to let the fraud play out.
1: That's good, that's really important.
2: That- and- Interesting, this dream happened. I I can't remember when the last, when the most recent indictment happened with Probably
1: It was like a week, probably within a week, I think.
2: Yeah, so this happened just prior to the the most recent one here. Okay. And so I knew that um, it had to continue to play out in order to awaken indignation, um, anger, uh, and to stir prayer. And um, I knew that it it was God in God's wisdom. This had to play out in order to capture on record where the fraud operated and those who are responsible. Um, I was also aware in this dream that more fraud. It's interesting. This was August again. I was aware more fraud would be allowed to play out in front of our eyes. And though this was very uncomfortable to us, I knew there was coming at the right time true justice from the hand of god and a recompense for america
1: so it's sort of good news bad news isn't it it's like i see it and at the right time i'm going to take care of it but by the way you're going to have to wait a little longer um (laughs) yeah it's like that kind of reminds me there's that thing in revelation the souls are crying out from under the altar in heaven how long till you you know avenge our blood it's something like that and he says rest a little longer. He tells him, you know, or just cry a little. I don't remember how it goes. (laughs) Sometimes he goes, I got you, but it's going to be a little longer.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And in the dream, I felt the discomfort that we were dealing with because we could see the fraud with our eyes. Yeah. But that was important. And I want to just say that to those who are, you know, you're like pulling out your hair. You're like, why can't anybody see You know, it's all in front of us. And, and God is saying, I'm intentionally allowing this and it's meant don't, don't waste your indignation. Don't waste your frustration, pour it into prayer, fill these holes, cry out for justice in these days. And so there's an important role in that.
1: Yeah, so
2: good. Okay, so uh, let's see, that was August 2nd. All right, so August, I'll I'll move ahead. Um, Okay. Uh, August 7th, 2023. This is an interesting dream.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I read this one more closely. It's so fascinating.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show.
2: In my dream, I was on an elevator and I went up to floor 45 and I knew in the dream, 45 was Trump's floor. And the, uh, which makes sense, 45, 45, the president. The elevator doors opened and I saw Trump sitting in his chair. And I, I felt that it represented his position, his position as president. In the dream, I knew that I had to go somewhere else before I could get back to floor 45. So the elevator next, I didn't press any buttons. It just, I went down and I knew I arrived at floor 25. Hmm. The door opened and I saw Biden was being tied to a chair and he was being removed. I was aware that he would not be allowed to finish his term and someone else was being prepared to take his place, but I did not see who. Okay. And on the way back up to 45, the elevator stopped at another floor, of which I did not see the number. And I saw when the door opened, I saw the Clintons, Bill and Hillary. They were seeking, you know, sometimes you just know these things in dreams. Yeah,
1: right. You don't know, how how you
2: <laughs> So they were seeking to manipulate something behind the scenes and instantly I became aware of the Clintons and their system of assets. Like I knew that they had a lot of assets that were throughout the government. It, it was like their deep state machinery. Hmm. And I knew that they had tapped into it's in the, in the dream. I am think, I'm, I'm thinking this in the dream, yeah. they had tapped into celestial technology. And these were technologies from fallen entities, um, which, you know, demonic, if you just want to say yeah, it that way. Yeah. Of which I knew that a component of AI was a part of it. But that is all I knew. I, you know, I don't want to go out there and say all of AI is, you know, from yeah. the demonic realm, because I do believe Johnny alluded to this, too, that, you know, at the end of the day, AI is going to point back to God uh, and That's the good. truth but uh but
1: but this was when you when you're having this dream and they're tapping into celestial technology that's from fallen beings which they can they can't invent they can only twist did you sense that this was a literal technology that would be in the hands of the evil people could use but it was actually do you have any sense of whether it was also originally a good technology or do you have no, any sense of that
2: I'll say it this way: Is I felt, in some of these dreams. When I see this, it's yeah. more of I get a download of what mm-hmm. I'm feeling, yeah. And and I don't know the fullness of it. And yeah. I'll say it this way: What I felt, what I felt was that I understood that the Clintons, um, and maybe primarily Hillary, were really tied in with occult uh, powers, occult. Witchcraft, that kind of realm, and yeah. that there had been those that had been in uh, had been communicating with fallen ones, and that somehow the fallen ones had given them some sort of uh assistance yeah, yeah. to to do things in order to try to manipulate things and um and so. In saying that, let me finish this dream because sure. it's important. In, in the dream, I had a sense that all of hell was against this elevator reaching back to 45. <laughs> That's kind of clear. Um, but I knew as long as I stayed on the elevator praying, it would reach back to the 45th floor. Um, and so I believe it's the call to continue to pray for Trump to pray against fraud, um, pray for justice to be done where fraud is concerned and pray for the angelic assistance to destroy every work, every technology, every weapon fashioned against us and God's plans uh, to be destroyed.
1: Yeah. You know, it's so interesting that we now know even by what you just shared above and that dream and this one that it's already God's will to end the fraud. He just told us. It's already His His will to to bring justice. He just told us, and now He's saying this is your sign. Pray against fraud. Pray against injustice. Against. So He's just saying what you just said. He's saying you already know the will of God. Fill the bowls. Fill the bowls because He. Okay. It's the system He invented. It's the system He created is a better word, and yeah. He 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 gets to make the rules. If the rules that He makes are, for lack of terminology is i want the bowls of the bowls full of your prayers before i tip them so yeah it. so it's it kind of helps me pray in more faith because i'm not praying to twist his arm i'm not saying come on lord but uh but i can still pray for those things yeah yeah okay
2: the other the other thought i had steve was with that fallen or the whatever you want to call it the celestial technologies yeah. Yeah. part of it is. I'd like to compare it to when Moses went to Egypt and you know oh, yeah. they had their magicians yeah. they had their occultists that that operate in a in a level of power and I don't believe God was showing that intel for us to be afraid like oh no there's a technology that you know yeah God has all authority and all power and you know what the enemy tries to do is only a uh <laughs> It's a it's a bad comparison. Yeah, that's good.
1: Do. I'm glad you said that.
2: That's really good you said that. So um, we don't need to be afraid. Good. Um All right. So this is the last dream I'll share, but I'm really excited about this dream. This was on August eighth, twenty twenty three, and two days ago. yep, two days ago. So the other night, I had a dream in which I saw that i posted a message on facebook and i was not actually sure what i wrote but i continued to get notifications from people that this post was deeply touching them so i went to go see what it was that i actually posted when i saw that my facebook post when i saw my facebook post in the dream it was not a statement it was an open vision oh yeah it was. really Very interesting. In the open vision, I saw a woman lying in a bed. I saw that she was sleeping, but I noticed she was beginning to stir awake. Somehow I knew that she was not able to rise up on her own. But as I continued to watch, I suddenly saw a light that took the shape of a hand that descended from heaven pulling the woman up and out of the bed. She rose to her feet with a surge of life and energy, and she stood tall in a ready stance. Her hair began to glow with radiant light. Nice. So after I saw this vision in the dream, um, I'm, I'm seeing, I saw the vision in the dream, but I was still in the dream. I began to get understanding and interpretation in the dream. And words began to suddenly be typed on the Facebook post, starting with this phrase. Resurrection life is coming to raise the bride from every bed of death. Wow. Wow. Then, then yeah, that, that's a powerful, powerful statement. Yeah. Then I waited for more understanding and saw this written. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. So, uh, of course, we know that's the scripture. Yes. Um, So the dream ended there. And I woke up and I heard the Holy Spirit say, go water the deathbeds. Water them with fresh faith and expectation. For according to the faithfulness of God, I am coming with resurrection power. And so, um, I'll, I'll just say what yeah, I'll just say I, what you
1: feel like that is.
2: Yeah, well, I, I'll say this: I believe we are in, and I wrote this down. I believe we are in a time of preparation for a new day of the Lord's power. And in prayer, I heard the Lord say, "For many of us." Do not say it is too little, too late. The loss is too much, for I am coming to return life for death. Multiplication of much for the oppression of lack. Redemption of time for the years of pain. Restoration of hope for the heart of despair and miracles in the place of the mundane. Wow. And so I I believe our responsibility in this time is to prepare every bed of death with faith-filled prayers of expectation and hope in the resurrection power of our Lord.
1: And can you clarify, uh, of course, it, it seems to be that the, the woman was like the church as church is waking up. Um, the bed of death, what does that signify? Because uh, it says, what are the beds of death? Can, can you give like someone who's, going through stuff, give an example. It doesn't have to be real. It could be a made up example. What do you mean by watering the, the beds of death?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I believe when I got this dream and when I prayed into it, it can apply to many things. But, you know, one of the things that came to my mind was where people have been in uh, places of uh, of hope deferred, mm-hmm. of where they had an expectation. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was a longing. And you saw the disappointment of it. You were disappointed of uh, the power, by the power of an unmet expectation. And so there's dreams that you feel like went into death. There was longings and hope and promises that went into death. And I feel like God says, these are the fields where the seeds, these were at one point seeds, but they went down into the earth and they died. And the Lord says, but they're not going to abide alone. They're going to now begin to bear forth much fruit. And so I feel like God's saying, go back into the places where you've hoped and you've dreamed and where you're disappointed, where your heart is maybe heart sick and begin to water uh, that those places again with fresh faith, uh, with expectation that God is coming with resurrection power and life. And so, you know, I, I think there is an application for those that maybe have lost loved ones. Maybe you've lost um, people within the past couple years, I know, I know several people that have passed away and, and the pain of that, the loss of that, and even beginning to water that place of death with faith and expectation, God, you're going to bring forth a harvest. There's this person's life was a seed that, uh, that went into the earth and I'm, you know, begin to call forth much fruit out of that. Uh, a recompense, a blessing, a return, resurrection, life. So that's some of what I would just say.
1: Yeah, that's really, really good. I mean, as you're saying that, my mind, like everyone else's, right now, they're going through their own situation. You know, our parents that lot that that died, they went they went to be with the Lord, but they never experienced on this side the fulfillment. But then now they're they're ultimately in heaven. But then there's relationships. And family that are so 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 lost and broken in uh, the things that my father left behind, family members that he left behind, broken, broken, broken. I mean, I, I, what I have is a new, a new discovering my zeal as I'm listening to this, watering those broken relationships and saying, Lord, I gave up. I just finally gave up on those. Yeah. And or almost gave up, whatever the word would be. But you know, you're saying add faith, water it with faith. That it's not too
2: late. Amen. Yeah, it's not too late. And that's that's the thing. It's a new day of the Lord's power, and that's the beautiful thing about resurrection. Jesus said, "I am the resurrection and the life." And that's who we serve. That's who our Lord is. He is a God of resurrecting uh, a resurrection life, and so He can do. He can do anything. He can come into any deathbed, any death field and bring forth new life, new abundance and fruitfulness. So it's very
1: good. Very good. Well, Andrew, thanks so much. I do feel like praying for the people as we close this out. And yeah, I know that people look look forward to your prayers. So
2: absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Heavenly Father, yeah. we just thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made, Lord, we will rejoice. We will be glad in it. And Lord, we just thank you that you are good. You are truly good. And we thank you that you have good things in store for each and every one of us. And Lord, we pray right now for America. We lift up America. We say, Lord, now let the prayers of the saints reach a fever pitch not out of anxiety, but out of a God confidence. Yeah. You are coming now with uh, with resurrection, life, and power. And we thank you for the host of heaven. We thank you, God, for the angels of antiquity. We thank you, God, that there are going to be uh, destroyers that come forth out of heaven to destroy the works of the evil one. We thank you, God, that there is going to be destruction against uh, the systems of Baal, the systems of Jezebel, uh, the spiritual uh, slime of darkness Mm. on a culture and on a generation. We thank you, God, for the angelic release from heaven right now. We say, Lord, loose your winds, your flames of fire to break forth across America. And Lord, would you rally the intercessors, the prayer warriors, and I pray, God, that, uh, that you would tie us together in faith uh, where even the word that you've given Dutch and Tim Sheets uh, to paint the states and to mm-hmm. command the forward. God, we just say yes to what you're doing and we just add, uh, we add our amen to your promises over America. And Lord, we do command the forward. We pray that this nation would be a city set on a hill. It would be a voice to the nations for the gospel of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. And so for every person here, Lord, I pray that you would make them aware, all those that are watching and those who will continue to watch, make them aware that, that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, that we are surrounded by a heavenly host, that you are for us, you're not against us. And we just believe in this day that you will do amazing works You'll do amazing, amazing miracles among us. And we thank you. We bless you. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Andrew, tell, uh, I see your website there, vanquishpw.com. Tell people what they can get there.
2: Yes, sure thing. Vanquishpw.com. It stands for prophetic warriors, the PW does. And uh, we have some resources there. Uh, We have, um, one book that people are really enjoying right now is called Family Decrees, and it's about establishing the angelic garrison around your home and family. So I cover some of these teachings in there, and then there's uh, several decrees you can make for your, your home and family. So uh, there's other resources on there as well, and uh, you can find me there.
1: Okay, and uh, and Angie's putting a note to me that I, did, I had forgotten. Tim Sheets will be with us next week. I don't have the day. She hasn't told me the day, but Tim Sheets will be here and he'll be at least talking about, uh, I would think, painting your state, I bet. And if not, commanding the four, maybe he would bring you up to date on that as well. Uh, So that's next week. So uh, she's saying it's Thursday. Or in this case, third day. She, She. I'm giving her a hard time now. All right, you guys, God bless you. Let's see. This is Friday for you. We're taping this on Thursday. Johnny Inla will be with us on Monday. So do not miss that. It's always so good. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we will see you Monday. Bye
0: bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com give to become a partner today.